started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What the fuck is up? Welcome to City Girls Make Do. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'm ruining breakfast. Uh, and I'm Alex, and I'm getting big and hard. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least someone is. Um, so we're almost done season three. We're on season three, episode 16, uh, which is called Frenemies. Mm. I think we've got like two episodes left after this before we finish the season. Yeah, it, it's, it's gone by so quick. I mean, considering we kept taking breaks, but... <laughs> I know, true. But um, no, it has gone by really fast. And uh, I thought this was a really good one. I liked this episode again, just like last week. Um, it did make me laugh as much as last week, but it was still really good. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't as sort of like wild as last week, but I, I definitely enjoyed this. And it was less problematic and more bizarre in a way. Yeah, it was good for friends. Yeah, it... Uh, women supporting women we'll get into it <laughs> yeah exactly well i guess we might as well just get into the episode um the it, it starts out with people either getting ready for a date or boning someone or trying to bone someone mm. um <clears throat> so miranda is like getting ready for a date for some guy that she met at starbucks and samantha is having sex with some guy and trey and charlotte are not having sex well, because they're trans they're trying he's trying they're trying they're trying and they keep making those sailing references again which is which is like, like because you know he'll say like oh i'm at full mast but then i think he was like oh, i'm trying to get into port which like yeah that's not i mean even <laughs> even i know that that's not how sailing works and i've been on maybe like three boats i feel like it's just a bad analogy because it's like you probably wouldn't like when you bring a boat in you kind of like take it in nice and slow Mm -hmm. i don't know it's but yeah he doesn't he can't do it and so charlotte's disappointed again yeah it's sad and then carrie's just working this is ridiculous because she's like (laughs) spending every waking moment working and she gets a call from miranda because miranda got stood up by her starbucks date and they start just, like, talking about how shitty he is. And I guess Carrie's too busy to go out for a drink with her because she has to teach some seminar on meeting men. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I guess she's putting, like, a lot of work into it, which, you know, good for her. There is no way she put work into this. <laughs> like, I know she's – okay, I know that she says she's putting a lot of work into this, but when we get there, like, she – it's the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. Like, if I gave this talk, I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. yeah, so she's sort of, like, consoling Miranda, and Miranda is, um, I guess, a bit upset about the whole thing, as you would be. Um, so she, she, you know, hangs up, and she decides she's just going to call the guy because he's, like, what did she say, three hours late? Like, a ridiculous amount of time. It was three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's definitely not coming. And she phones him up and his mother answers the phone and she starts going in a bit like, oh, you tell your son. And then 
his mother is like, oh, he died this morning. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, I, I knew that's what was going to happen as soon as the mom picked up. I was just like, no. And just Miranda going off. I, I mean, she's awfully composed for her son dying. I know. Like, earlier that day, and she's just like, oh, yeah, no, earlier today. <laughs> uh, but He died. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, okay, lady. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Miranda obviously feels pretty bad, and then we cut to brunch, and she's, uh, she felt so guilty, in fact, that she agreed to go to the wake. Yep, and I just love that, (laughs) I love that she feels very desperate right now, because she's like, okay, well, they're starting to die on us. (laughs) But, like, I mean, anyone could die at any time. You could just have a brain aneurysm and die. You're so right. Yeah. And I mean, we're recording this on the 4th of July, and Sufian did say we're all gonna die. That's true. So, uh huh. That's it's, deep. It's just. And true. Mm-hmm. And true. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so after they talk about the kind of the wake thing, uh, Samantha talks about how she got them reservations for Samba, and it's for four, so Trey can't come. Can I just say? <laughs> um, yeah. The, the blue balling of Samba, like, she mentions it so many times this episode and we don't get to see it. Oh, I know. I was so disappointed. It, like, she, yeah. Mm. But yeah, Trey mm. can't come and also Trey can't come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Charlotte's just, like, sadly, like, he's not up for much these days anyway. Mm. Yeah, she's, like, picking at her, um, her omelette or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And... You know, she's sort of beating around the bush and, but, you know, she's trying to tell the girls that it's still not working. Well, she was talking, she starts to say to them that she almost beat around the bush. Yeah, okay, I'm so confused by this. So, <laughs> is she, so she's like, oh my gosh, I nearly got like so horny that I was gonna masturbate. But like, okay, does she mean she was sort of like a bit ashamed that she was just gonna do it like in the bed next to him? Or does she mean like at all? Like is she doing it? I'm pretty at sure. All? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she means at all. Like I'm pretty sure she's just not at all. That's and, disgusting. Yeah. That's despicable. Yeah, it's like love, love yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like I get it. Like obviously, if you were, you know, having regular sex, but like you shouldn't have to deny your own pleasure because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to have sex with you. Like. And he's jerking off. He's doing it. Yeah, there's no, there's no reason not to. Like it, it's not like it's gonna change anything if she does. No, so might as well. No, but. it's weird. It's it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess there are people though who think like you shouldn't jerk off if you're in a relationship, which is just ugh, bizarre. That is kind of bananas. Like, if you feel that way, then sure. You shouldn't. You shouldn't tell someone else to not do it because yeah, exactly. you don't want them to. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely have had the. <laughs> I forgot about this. I've had the experience before of being like three months into a relationship and having <laughs> the person be like, "I have to tell you something. Uh-huh. I've been masturbating." <laughs> Oh my god! They, and I'm like, okay. They told you? Yeah, and I'm like, that's fine. Why are you telling me? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, 
Oh, dear. Yeah, I'm like, okay, you don't have to tell me this. That's that's normal, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so Charlotte feels bad, but I guess that's just how Charlotte is. And Samantha talks about how it's the whole Madonna whore thing. Like, it, you need to change how Trey sees you. He sees you like this, you know, this untouchable this untouchable woman who you he quote unquote respects yeah yes. and uh charlotte just is really like i really don't think i can do that like i don't think i can change how he sees me and they're very much just like oh you're a catch like of course you can and they are right yeah i mean that is i mean like we were saying last week like that's the nail on the head is his whole thing is like respectability like i mean He's a, a rich uh, wasp. We don't really need to get into respectability politics, but it is like he needs to be seen as respectable. Um, I mean, yes. <laughs> even when no one else is in the bloody room. He's a, res- a well-respected yeah. surgeon. He's a brain yeah. surgeon. He can't get his dick wet. I'm sorry. His dick needs to be bone fucking dry or else he can't do neurosurgery. That's that's he's, it. That's he's so smart for knowing that. So <laughs> we, brain genius. We are living. I mean, we share one brain cell, and it's because we get that nut. Like, if we just didn't nut, then we would be so much smarter than we are. Uh huh. You're so right. Uh-huh. Um. So then we cut to Carrie, and she's about to do her seminar, and uh, well, her voiceover is just like, "Wow!" Like, and now I could finally see just how many desperate women there were. Mm. <laughs> like. It's like, bitch. Um, that's kind of rude. It's but. like, um, you're teaching them? <laughs> yeah, like, they're here to see you, and you just think they're, like, peasants. But uh, she starts, she just, like, doesn't even put her bag down, and she starts talking. She doesn't have, like, a presentation or anything. She doesn't, like, she just starts just rambling. Like, she basically just sounds like she's talking off the top of her head. Like, none of this sounds prepared. Oh, yeah, do you want a slideshow? Like, I I don't know what I want, but it's, like, you clearly need to have something. Like, she talks for, like, one minute. Uh, You want to have a plan. Like, any good teacher has a plan of, like, okay, here's what we're going to do today. Like, here's where we're going to start. Here's where we're going to go. And she's not – she's just kind of talking. And then she doesn't really know how to control everyone because they start asking her questions. She's like, okay, well, yeah, you can, you know – just you can turn out you can walk around the street turn around a corner and then there's the man of your dreams and mm-hmm. one of the one of the students i guess well one of the people there is like can you be more specific um and she says um well a bar which <laughs> <laughs> like i think they tried <laughs> yeah it's incredibly bad like she like it's it's just embarrassing. Like within one minute, they can tell that she's not qualified to be talking there. Like at all. Yeah, because that I don't know what she planned. But then they're like, oh, you know, are you married? Okay, it gets a bit mean <laughs> because they're like, are you married? And she's like, no. Have you ever been married? No. Uh huh. Well, why are you doing this? <laughs> How old are you? I mean, I kind of get it in the sense where it's like, well, why should we be taking advice from you if you're not even like, you know, like if you have a bunch of problems in your relationship, why should we be taking advice from you? 
kind of. But it's very, I mean, I get it. Like, they've paid money for this, and she sucks ass. Like, she basically has shown up, and she had one minute of speech prepared in, I don't know how long it was supposed to be, like, one to two hours or something. But, like, yeah. she had nothing to say, and they paid to be there, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she didn't really have any plans, and, like, they, it doesn't go down well. I want to know how the rest of this went, because presumably there's still, like, another 45 minutes left. <laughs> uh-huh you'd think so like because she just they just like chew her out and well she she also says to them which is like why would she say this she says i'm not really an expert on men i just write about them and i'm like then why are you here like that's why they're paying you this is embarrassing uh, it was so hard to watch <laughs> yeah it really is it's, it's bad um and she's also mm-hmm. holding like her handbag the entire time which is hilarious <laughs> She never puts it down. It's like she only expected to talk for five minutes and then just leave or something. Yeah. Like, it, she's not behind a podium. She's not anything. Like, I don't understand. I just – I've given talks that are, like, this long before, and I I would just feel ashamed if I didn't have anything ready to go. It's bad. But, yeah, and then, then she goes home. We get a question. We get a question. Yeah, we got a question, and it's actually, like, a decent question. I mean, I think this all the time. She says, are we getting wiser or just older? Okay, well, now now you're older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I, I feel like you're probably wiser than me, but I also feel like I, um, like I said, I have one brain cell. <laughs> I mean, I also do, so it's very hard to compare, <laughs> but, like, I feel like it depends. Like, there's some things you are going to be wiser about, I guess. I don't know. I feel like the thing about Carrie is, like, the answer to the question is no. Like, she's not getting wiser. Because, well, like, the thing is, the reason why you're wiser is because you have experiences and you learn from them and you make changes in your life and you do things differently. Yeah. But she doesn't do that. She doesn't make any changes or, like, do anything differently. She kind of just exists which i think is yeah i think is sort of the um the endearing part of like her as a character you know if we're getting into the whole um you know she is a she's an anti-hero right so like yes i definitely but like the thing that's kind of that keeps people interested and has people saying oh i'm a carrie you know is that like she is kind of a dumb bitch um, and yeah. when you accept that you are a dumb bitch, you know, there's a kind of joy in that. There's a revelry in being uh, an idiot and making mistakes because that's human. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think I don't think the carry from the first season and the carry from season three is really wildly different. <laughs> I, yeah, there's really not, and I get that that's kind of just like an issue with a TV, with being a TV show, yeah. because that just is how TV show characters work. Like, they learn something and then they automatically unlearn it in like the next episode. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know, she really doesn't carry that much forward. Like, if she literally learned anything once, her endgame would not be big. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like- it's like The Simpsons, everything needs to reset at the end of the episode. Mm hmm. Except Maud Flanders is still dead, so. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's not everyone is a Carrie. Like, I do feel like there are people like Miranda's who do get wiser because they actually use their brain. But <laughs> never yeah. heard of it. It depends on the person. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, so she poses her question and then and then we cut to her and Miranda and they're going to the uh the wake of the guy that Miranda was supposed to go on a date with. And I don't know why she brought Carrie. Like it's weird enough that she showed up, but Carrie is also there. And it's like they have like a catered thing afterwards. Like I feel like it's weird to just bring anyone. I mean, I guess like cuz she just she's not going to know anyone. Like I yeah. That you kind of need cuz a funeral isn't really somewhere you can like introduce yourself to people i mean i've only been to a couple of funerals but like everyone there i'm related to so yeah or like i've been to a few and there a lot of the time if i ever introduce myself it's like people who are extended family that i yeah. would never really know otherwise but otherwise i just stick to talking to the people i know or like friends but like close friends of the family or of the deceased like you're like oh you were so and so's you know but like it's not Oh, I met him at Starbucks. You know, you need to have something. Mm-hmm. Met him at Starbucks and never got to even go on one date. Yeah, like- we spoke for five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and now I'm here. Talk about talk about ghosting someone. <laughs> right? <laughs> um yeah, so, okay, they get there and Carrie notice, okay, they're going on and on about Carrie's failed relationships, or Carrie's going on and on about it because it's Carrie. It's and Carrie, they're, notices, at, they're, they're at a funeral, and she's like, yeah. mm, anyway, I'm going to talk about myself. <laughs> uh-huh, basically, a funeral for someone she doesn't even know, yeah. and uh, she notices it's open casket, and then she freaks out, and she's just like, I've never seen a dead body before and i really want to leave and miranda's like okay well we're not leaving now we're holding up the line like let's just go let's just go up and then <laughs> and then they look at the body and carrie's like oh he's cute i mean a good job of the of, of the mortician i suppose but like that's mm-hmm. so i mean i would probably be the same way because like i've never been to an open casket it's it's extremely rare here to have an open like unless you're like irish and having like a proper wake mm-hmm. they think that's the only time you'd really see them so i would be yeah, I, I would be the same but like i mean she's being rather dramatic again at a funeral for someone she doesn't even know <laughs> yeah i feel like i get like i definitely get why you wouldn't want to see that but at the same time like you kind of have to expect that that could happen and maybe like if you don't want to see it you can also you don't have to go up like you don't have to to go see it yeah and i mean mm -hmm. i mean it's america they're embalming everyone which i'm against by the way i am this is controversial take i'm very into like you know being in charge of your of your death and your funeral and everything i embalming isn't there's no need to embalm anyone like you don't like there's not no then i mean you're not gonna instantly turn to a skeleton you don't need to embalm anyone it's fine Mm-hmm. I think everyone, I mean, I mean, you get to choose what you want, but like, yeah. I, there's just, I don't want to waste you don't need, a bunch of you, earth. And You don't need a fancy yeah. coffin. What, what does it need to be lined for? You're dead. That's true. I just, I really, <laughs> I, I'm mortally terrified of being buried alive. So like, <laughs> I would just, I would way rather get cremated alive by accident than get buried alive. Yeah, true. Because... I don't know. I know that both are really unlikely, but, like, I just would extremely want to be cremated anyway. You should get, like, because you remember in, like, the 1700s, I said you remember, like, we were there. Um, <laughs> but, like, like George Washington was buried with, like, a little bell. 
that he could ring and this was like a whole thing because a lot of people accidentally got buried alive because medical technology yeah. was terrible um uh-huh so they had like a little bell that you could ring and be like i'm alive by the way everyone uh-huh i do remember that even though i wasn't there but yes yeah we definitely aren't vampires i know uh, exactly yeah but uh, yeah the idea just terrifies me and i i think i feel like it just it's not gonna happen but i mean i've seen kill bill <laughs> that i'm i'm not her i couldn't do I've that i've seen that so. ryan reynolds film where he got buried alive so wasn't that oh i haven't seen that i one, haven't though. seen that one but he has like a phone i don't know kill bill was begrudgingly um a better film but yeah i don't think Regrettably, he will but i understand yeah. the fear <laughs> yeah uh, then we go to the buffet dinner and, okay, so, yeah, a buffet dinner for this, which is like, okay, well, that's nice. Well, yeah. I want to. Apparently yeah. he had, like, a whole, like, money put away and he had a will set up, so. At, like, age 35 or something. Yeah. My mom has told me before that I should, like, get a will set up or, and I'm like, I mean, I don't own anything i mean i guess now i own a car and a cat and that's it i don't own anything else <laughs> yeah i guess you should figure out who lucas should go to um yeah uh, i mean that seems obvious yeah but like yeah we don't want I anyone don't fighting know. over custody of Luca and the girl oh, boy, no yes <laughs> but i mean yes yeah, same like i remember i drew up a will when i was a child oh my god that's so dramatic and i love it <laughs> That was literally with, like, a pink pen in, like, my diary. I was like, okay, here's where everything's going. My Barbie dolls and, you know, my teddy bears, which, like, really was rather morbid as a... I, why was I so weird? Yeah. I was like, Wednesday Adams, I swear to God. And, I love it. You know, I had, like, porcelain dolls, like, weird little Victorian dolls. Uh-huh. So... Yeah. <laughs> I really was like a strange like this is my will mother and she was like okay um but like me and my yeah. family talk about death all the time like quite casually so everyone like I know what they would all want even if they don't have it in paper but I think my parents both do I don't because I don't fucking have anything yeah my my mom and stepdad have talked to me multiple times about like what the will it like what is in their will and everything and i'm just like i don't you don't need to tell me this also i'm your only child so like <laughs> why are you telling me this uh, yeah yeah same so the buffet dinner they meet this guy jim and he comes up to carrie and so carrie clearly doesn't recognize him at first uh but she did know him she dated him he used to be in a band and he had long hair so that's why she didn't recognize him but now he's a civil engineer, so he's all put together, I guess, and yeah, actually um, successful. And it's, it's a bit awkward, you know. I thought for a second, like, she just didn't know who he was at all, but she did. Same. Because <laughs> she's like, hi. It was wonderful. But yeah, yeah. they're like, apparently they used to have a bit of a thing, and he's kind of flirting with the both of them, but obviously Miranda is actually reciprocating. Um, mm -hmm. and then he's like, oh, can I get you ladies anything? Yeah. And so he goes away and Carrie is immediately just like, yeah, this guy's an asshole. Like I used to date him and he just is a, a complete jerk. And Miranda seems confused because she's like, really? He's so nice and cute. Like, I don't know how he could be a dick. And I'm like, did you not 
hear their your last conversation with him like the entire conversation you were having i was like oh i don't like this guy i mean he's making a lot of snarky comments like very dark jokes at a funeral <laughs> to someone he's just yeah, met he- Yeah, he does make a joke that's kind of like, oh, yeah, we were really competitive and, like, he even died before me, so, haha. Yeah, Uh, which is, like, um, I mean, just, uh, I'm not, I'm not, like, I don't, I'm not the type of person who's, like, funerals need to be miserable, because... Yeah, same. Most of the ones you actually, like, by the time, you know, you're at the drinks or the dinner or whatever, you know, everyone's sort of cracking jokes and trying to... It's warmer. It's a warmer like environment, but like it's a bit weird. <laughs> just his whole tone of voice is kind of. It's very I don't know. Bitter. He just kind of comes. Yeah, it just comes off like he's this like just. I don't know. He just has this diggish tone that lots of people have, and the second you hear it, you're just like, I, I don't. You're not funny. So yeah, she's not yeah. gonna suck your dick, bro. And no, Ugh. and then she. Yeah. I guess when he comes back, Carrie kind of just leaves because he doesn't want to talk to her, this guy again. And But he asks Miranda for her number, and she does give it to him. Mm-hmm. So they're, they plan on seeing each other again later. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Samantha is getting fucked across the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's real good. I'm, I'm so happy for her. But Charlotte's not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit petty <laughs> yeah yeah it is a little bit um <laughs> yeah she's like because you know Miranda, uh, they're at brunch again and samantha's talking about you know her night and charlotte just snaps she snapped um and she's like why do you always have to talk about sex like this you've had sex with this guy twice you don't know anything about him sex is meant to be special it's been when a man and a woman love each other very much they do a special hug and then there's a baby <laughs> And then Samantha's like, or it could just be two people who love having sex. Yeah. And I'm just like, Charlotte, you could probably just chill a little bit. But, like, I get that she's riled up because she's just not getting it. She but it's, yeah. probably hasn't. I. This is the sad thing. We'll get to it because our dear friend Sarah sent in a very good question. But mm-hmm. it's like, I don't think she's ever had an orgasm in her life. Like, well, obviously, okay, she did with the rabbit, but, like, that's it. And Mr. That Pussy. That and Mr. Pussy. And yeah. Mr. we can't forget our king. <laughs> no. <laughs> Legend. Um, yeah, she, t- she does take it a bit too far, because, like, it's already, like, a little bit over the line, but then she basically is just, like, she tells Samantha, like, you shouldn't fuck everything that moves. Which basically. is not. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's... It's too much, and then she kind of just storms out, and Samantha's like, well, at least I'm getting laid at all, so. Yeah, she says she needs a dick and a coochie pronto. Uh-huh, she does say that. I do uh-huh. love and the, she, um. take the stick out of her ass. Yeah, yeah, and I do love the word coochie. I forget that it's, <laughs> like, used outside of Twitter. Coochie's a really good word. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love it. And this whole time, Curry and Miranda are just, like, hiding their faces behind menus because they're just, like, we're not getting involved in this. We're not picking sides. Yeah, which so. I think is fair enough. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, yeah, you don't want to get involved. So uh, Samantha storms out and she's like, well, you know, you guys can go to Samba by yourselves. You can forget about Samba, you know. She's not doing it if they're not going to choose her side, I guess, which is a bit immature. Yeah, like, just... 
they're not actually fighting with her, so I don't really get it. No. But she's, it's not like they're picking Charlotte's side either, so. No. They're just but not getting involved they, because it's like, I mean, it's kind of a petty argument and, you know, they're both their friends. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, and it's one of those arguments that, like, you know they're going to make up in a day or so anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they've already had this fight before in another episode, basically. I imagine they have this fight, like, every three months. Yeah, they probably do. I guess, like, the difference this time is, like, this time Charlotte's snapping because she's just, like, so frustrated with everything that's happening. So, like, I get where she's coming from. Like, I feel like Samantha could be more sensitive about how she talks about it when she knows that one of her friends is going through that. Yeah, but But, it's Samantha. Yeah. Yeah. What she's supposed to do. (laughs) Not talk about dicks. (laughs) Exactly. Uh. So, yeah, after that, uh, the girl, Miranda and Carrie are walking out. Did you see Miranda's top? I did not. What was, what was it? It kind of looked like, like, uh, like a Maori, like, face tattoo. Oh. Like, it looked like a face with, like, a, with, like, a tattoo on it. And it was a very strange thing to wear. It was very, like, Y2K- you know that stuff that's popular now, those like mesh stuff with like the prints on them, which are gonna look so tacky in about mm, three months. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, it was it was very bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to what she was wearing in this one. Um I just had the yeah. moment where I was like, is this racist? I really don't think you should be wearing like an ethnic face <laughs> <laughs> that's not your own, you know? Um, it's fashion sweaty. <laughs> so, How can it so. be racist? To grow up. Right? Yeah. Uh, so they're talking about how they're staying out of everything with, uh, with Charlotte and Samantha. And then, and then Miranda kind of is like, okay, well, what if I ask you how you feel about me going out with Jim? And Carrie says something that is also very Y2K, which is that he deserves to be voted off the island. So I didn't even she, catch that. that. I didn't even catch it was, that. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> I was like, well, this is topical. And uh, Miranda kind of was wanting to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, look, maybe he's learned something in eight years and maybe he's not an asshole anymore. Like, you haven't talked to him in that time. Like, you don't know. He could be nice. And Carrie's like, it's fine. If you want to do that, that's, that's cool. Um, she's basically kind of just like – she knows she's going to be saying told you so, but yeah. she's like, you, it's your funeral, so. Yeah, looks about this whole thing is like, maybe he's changed, and Carrie's like, well, I haven't, so. <laughs> but then that's, again, like we said, Carrie shouldn't really be a barometer for this. No, not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, Carrie's lingerie shopping with Charlotte in, like, a really seedy sex shop. Yeah, and... Charlotte really just wants an outfit that will make Trey boner Todd? for her. Yeah. Mm. And she she says that she wants her outfit to be Call Girl meets Park Avenue. Yeah. Which, um, I just... <laughs> okay. I mean, they're a high class. A high class. That sounds so ridiculous. Um, but there are, like, higher end, you know, sex workers out there. Um... And Carrie's like, why don't you go to one of the nicer lingerie shops that you can definitely afford? And then 
yeah, and then Charlotte's like, no, I want it to be kind of like it's clear she wants it to be a little bit more trashy than Cool Girl meets Park Avenue. Uh huh. But it's such a weird thing to say. I'm like, I don't. It is a very weird way I, to describe I it. I don't really understand that. What, is she going to wear like pearls and a jumper? Well, actually, C- Carrie does say she should wear a cardigan then. She does say that, which is really good. <laughs> And then Carrie's kind of just like, look, you should you should be doing this with Samantha. She knows so much better about this. She knows more about this kind of thing than I do. And yeah. uh, Charlotte's just like, uh, Samantha. Mm, I hate no. Samantha now. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship ended with Samantha. Now Carrie is my best friend. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah she's kind of just like look Carrie I don't need you to lecture me about Samantha because you know Carrie does try to kind of be like look you both were being a lot it wasn't like just her you know you were kind of being you both ruined my breakfast and Charlotte basically is just not budging on this at all no she's not having it the girls are fighting it's sad but like if you cried anyway (laughs) (laughs) uh meanwhile samantha is also shopping and she meets the shopping she's women be shopping and she's met uh this well they both like touch a a scarf and she meets a woman called claire ann who has like an egregious southern accent she's she must be someone like i'm sure she must have been on like dallas or something she's that kind of woman yeah, she seemed kind of familiar, but I was like, I really have no idea who you are. No, but, but I kind of adore her. I do too, and I love that they just, like, they're fighting over this thing, but then they bond and become friends, like, right away, because they both have these, like, spunky personalities, and they're like, oh, I like that you're so just spunky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they are uh, both spunky. <laughs> you can say that. Th- yep. <laughs> So they decide to get a drink together, which is kind of nice. Like, I don't just randomly meet people places and decide to just go out and become friends with them, but good for her. Yeah, it's cute. And, um, oh, I just got, like, a DM from Nathan. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) What does it say? Oh, I have a few from him, too. Oh, is it the the shaved Keanu tattoo? (laughs) No, it's, it's... No, he's telling me to go check out the screen caps from Stranger Things so oh we can first over David Harbour. We support a oh, we support a legend. I can extremely <laughs> see why why they would send you that. Um, I'm also loving it because I just checked my DMs and and he sent me um, a tattoo of Snape in black <laughs> and white. And Nathan said, "Can't believe this person got a shaved Keanu tattoo. That's dedication." Oh no. <laughs> Because of the whole Bill and Ted shaved uh, Keanu. Oh, if you can't, if you can't read the ones you love, then who can you read? It's you're, That's such a good point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is this. This episode is sponsored by Nathan. Yeah, we we love Nathan. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, anyway, uh, Miranda and Jim are on their day, and they had a good time. Uh, he's like, yeah. I mean, she's like the last day I went on the guy died, which she didn't actually go on that day, but fair enough. But we'll give whatever, like, sure. Uh, that would be very funny if she went on the date and then it happened during the date instead. Well, I don't know what funny, but like, it'd be, it'd be better television. <laughs> it television. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Although I did really like the phone call part. That was funny to me. So, uh, but yeah, they, this guy seems nice for now, I guess. Like, I still think he's annoying, but Miranda thinks he's just charming and nice and like they kiss and, bleh. uh, she, she mentions how Carrie said they wouldn't work out and he's just like, oh, that was a long time ago. I used to be in a band. Like, I've changed so much and, they had a great time, so they're going to see each other again. And I'm like, hmm, the clock is ticking. Yeah. I mean, I think I would be hesitant if my friend – because, like, okay, so the thing that Carrie specifically points out is he's fine until you break up with him, and then he becomes a dick. You know, she's yeah. she said that, like, what happened is – she broke up with him and then he started to spread rumors and make digs at her and it became really messy. Um, and like when she says, okay, he's fine until you broke up with him, then I've got some hesitation. If she's like, oh, I knew him and he was a dick, but that was years ago mm-hmm. and then he seems really nice, then I might be like, okay, but I would still have a, have a grain of like, yeah. she's being a bit too trusting I, for Miranda, mm-hmm. especially. I, yeah, exactly, because Miranda's supposed to be, like, the cynical one, and I extremely, like, I'm already just, like, like, the this again emoji all the time, and, like, if, I don't know, if a friend of mine told me that someone was a huge asshole, I would just automatically be like, wow, I don't like this person, I'm not even gonna try to get to know them, because I trust you. Yeah. But maybe that's just rude, but I don't know. I feel like Miranda, like, I don't know. I would have just, like, she had talked to this guy for, like, two seconds, and she was like, I think he's really nice. Like, you don't know him. You talk to him for two seconds. Anyone could seem nice after two seconds, but. Yeah, I mean, the amount of times, like, one of my friends, I mean, including you, has been like, this person's annoying, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to immediately judge them, and then, like, five Mm -hmm. seconds later, they do something annoying. Yeah, exactly. And then you're suddenly just like, oh, you were right. Yeah. And yeah, same. Yeah. And I know, I know, I know better than to not trust my friends. So. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh, so then Miranda calls Carrie the next day and like Carrie's already just like, Okay, so, hmm, yeah, I told you so. Hmm. And Miranda's like, no, it was really good. I, I don't like that you guys don't like it or that you don't like him, though. Like, I really want you guys to have drinks together, like a drink together so that, you know, everyone can be friends because he has nice things to say about you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, Miranda's like, I don't feel comfortable dating someone who you don't like, which is fair. I think that's fair. There, It is like... <sighs> I feel like it's a huge red flag if you're dating someone and a lot of your friends just straight up don't like them. Like, I understand, like, maybe one of your friends is kind of just like, eh, we don't get along. But, like, if someone straight up is like, yeah, no, they've been, like, really antagonistic to me. I don't like them. I think they're rude. That's a huge red flag. And I was literally talking to a friend of mine, um about a guy and i was like i hate him like i've known (laughs) i was like it was someone who i'd known for a long time and Mm -hmm. they'd met like once and i was like i don't like him he's a fucking weirdo he's like he's creepy he's weird like he's not he doesn't make me comfortable to be around i don't like him and he was like well you know he seemed all right and i was like (laughs) the glare (sighs) i was like no so annoying you need to listen to me because it was not once it was not twice it was not three times it was every time he was weird mm-hmm. so don't yeah 
I'm always right. First of all, if you're my friend, you should know that I'm always right. Everyone knows that. It's just the <sighs> rule. Yeah. It's like the first thing in the Bible. <laughs> it's like that's the first It's testament. like Alex is always right. And then yeah. let there be light. The Bible is written in iambic <laughs> yeah. pentameter. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just the truth. So like, uh, I don't know. It's like, I, yeah. People just need to be more judgmental, I think. <laughs> That's just the truth. I I uh, think like you just need to f- trust your gut because your gut will uh, tell you what you need to know. And unless you're wrong, and then listen to ours. Yes, yeah, true. Listen to our, we've fine tuned our guts. They are they've got all the right bacteria in them. Our third eyes are open. Our chakras are aligned. We can do this. We can. Yeah. Um, but Miranda's is not. <laughs> no. So mm, that's sad for her, but eventually it will be. Yeah. So, eventually. But before before Miranda opens her third eye, um, we we meet uh, Charlotte goes out with her sorority sisters from back in the day. Is it just me or did they all have like southern accents? I they had like definitely they had weird accents. I don't know yeah. if they were southern. I thought they had it was a bit like fake brochet it was really weird yeah. and i'm like okay charlotte went to yale right so like i feel like i mean obviously people can come from anywhere she went to smith to yale, but like she went to smith is that not the, what smith. is that even a no i was obsessed with smith because um i was obsessed with the bell jar <laughs> and so okay. and i think it's set in smith and sylvia plath went to smith so i really wanted to go Where's- there as a child um where As a teen, more than a child, it'd be a bit weird if I read yeah. if I wrote my will and read the bell jar as a child. <laughs> mm. But that would be really good. <laughs> I really was Lisa Simpson, but anyway, um, no, it's in Massachusetts, I think. Oh, it's in okay, like so New they, England. Yeah, they don't they don't talk like that in New England, like Not natively. It. So okay, I'd love if they had really thick Boston accents. I would love it, but I would also hate it because it's like my least favorite accent of all time. They all sound like Woolworths. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I kind of think it's, I kind of think it's sexy, but I think that's like not a great. I don't have the. I'm usually right, but not about things I find attractive. Mm, yeah, that's valid. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I don't know what it is about them, but I just really dislike that accent for some reason. It's like, we get it, you're from Boston. I literally think it's all um, Mark Wahlberg's fault. Mark Wahlberg's, not Wahlberg's. I think you're right. (laughs) I think you're right. And then, oh, I saw that really shitty movie with that really shitty... you know the movie that Casey Affleck, where all the vowels in his name are asterisks? Uh, that shitty movie he did that was like, oh, I'm from New England, and and I killed my family. And oh, stuff. Manchester um, by the Sea? Yeah. I saw that movie, and I wanted to just rip my hair out. It's so offensive that white Michelle Williams keeps being in these films with, like, fucking losers from Boston. Yeah. I and she was like in I was Venom. Crazy Pills. Yeah, like, I went to go see that movie, and I was like, this was just boring, like, male bullshit. (laughs) And then it was nominated for awards, and I was like, what the fuck? And then Casey Affleck's also disgustingly garbage, so it's like, this is just a lose-lose. Yeah, Why is this nominated? (laughs) No, um, yeah, no one really won in that situation. 
Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I think that ruined Boston accents for me. Yeah, everything. <laughs> listen, everything is Casey Affleck's fault. It's it's one of the yeah. faults. It's one of the Affleck's faults. If it's not Casey, then it's Ben. Uh-huh. You're right. You're right. You're so right. <laughs> <sighs> and well, I, they they have some kind of accents. These women, these sorority sisters, they uh, they're like they haven't seen Charlotte in a long time, and they're just like congratulating her on the wedding. And Charlotte's like she's passed around a picture of Trey, and they're just like, oh, he's so handsome. And I guess Charlotte thinks that they're really gonna understand her issue because they're like probably all married, and they have you know every marriage has you know things in it that are not mm-hmm. perfect. And she starts to talk about her problem, and she's just like, my husband can't get it up. Up and she then she says like don't you ever just want to get like pounded just really hard and she just like describes it so much and like she's like don't you ever just want to be like really fucked like truly just don't you just really want to get fucked this is and the like, most relatable she has ever been it's so good and they're just looking at her like excuse me and uh, but she's right <laughs> Yeah, no, she is, and it's really good. And the the women are just like, that's really inappropriate, Charlotte. Like, what's wrong with you? And then and Carrie's voiceover is like, oh, and, you know, since college they hadn't changed, but um, she mentions that Charlotte had become Samantha. <laughs> like, just her even talking about sex is, like, scandalous to them. And she flips her hair on the way out and wiggles her hips when she walks. It's amazing. It's so good. And then we learn that Samantha has a Charlotte side, too. So, like, wow. Oh, God. People can have stuff in common. <laughs> uh, Samantha goes out for drinks with her new friend. What, Claire Ann? Claire yeah. Ann? Claire and- Ann. Uh, they, yeah, so then Samantha brings up Samba again, like, oh, do you want to go with me to Samba? But we don't have, I, you know, it's for four and we're just two people. And so then they find two guys across the bar to join them. And so, like, Claire Ann, um, she's being very flirty with these guys. Oh, it's like Samantha's being really flirty too. But then Claire Ann's just like, I'm going to eat you up. And well, she, and then she's like, <laughs> the delivery. You yeah. need to nail the delivery of this line because it's amazing. I, but then she's, like, she's no, like, I'm gonna eat you up. She's like, and then, well, I could just eat you up. In fact, I think I will. And then she goes under the table <laughs> and sucks his dick. Yeah, and you can, like, fully just see her entire, like, half her body from under the table, too. And you're just like, And, like, the okay. table is moving <laughs> and everyone is extremely aware of what's happening. It's not like a cheeky handy. Yeah, no, not at all. She's- and Samantha is like, hmm, I don't like this. What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, so Samantha storms out because she doesn't like it. Uh, and so Carrie's voiceover is like, oh, well, Samantha had a little bit of Charlotte in her, which I love that it's like, wow, Samantha was uncomfortable with someone very obviously sucking someone's dick so she's so she's basically charlotte now yeah like, she's she's, no, a, she's huge, a normal person she's a huge fruit someone's doing something illegal like yeah <laughs> lot, like that is you know a, isn't that felony i don't know anything about I, like I american law but be. like i mean i'm pretty sure like sucking someone's dick in a crowded restaurant is um you know you could get arrested <laughs> I think you probably could. And if you can't, then you should. So. Yeah, I mean, 
we're all for um you know abolishing the police and everything we're very like radical we're like hey maybe we shouldn't like jail people for non-violent crimes except people who suck dick in public for no sucking reason sucking dick at the table sucking dick at the dinner table at the dinner table access. it's just again like if you go around the back in an alleyway you go in the in the toilets that is i mean it's not what i would do but i feel like that's acceptable but yeah that's that's fine yeah. it's like not in public no so, no yeah. that's fine but at a dinner table at a dinner table people are eating eating stuff that isn't cum that's the ideal when you're at a dinner table. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the that's like the culmination of Samantha's whole, I guess, she has something in common with Charlotte. And then, so Jim and Miranda are on their thing with Carrie where they go out for drinks. And uh, so they're talking and things are so far fine. And he's like, oh, you know, your column's good. I've read it, even though we haven't talked in like eight years. And... He's like, oh, there's there's a lot of sex in there, but you really didn't know anything about sex when we were dating, did you? <laughs> okay, and, uh, why is he so mad okay. they didn't speak for eight years when they broke up? Uh, yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> that really is my first thing. And then my second thing is, like, he does that thing that people do, but I feel like men do this that a lot, do? where they're, like, yeah. make a joke, where they quote-unquote make a joke but it's really just like a really it's a dig and then it's a laugh afterwards and uh-huh. like that's what he's doing and like miranda notices it and she's like hey and then he's like oh i'm joking i'm joking i'm sorry i'm sorry like no you're not dude <laughs> yeah yeah you're right this is extremely a um, thing men do and it's very very annoying and he, you'd think maybe oh this is where he's gonna stop but then he kind of just like keeps going with it and Miranda's like what the fuck Jim like basically she calls Jim an asshole and then he gets real childish about it and he starts like Mm. yelling that they're assholes and like they're leaving and he's just yelling after them as they walk away and it's so embarrassing I uh this reminded me though of um okay so for all our for all our British fans gang gang um if you've been catching up with Love Island there's been a moment, like the week we're recording this, where one of the guys, long story short, ended up dumping his girl for someone else. And he kept trying to rile her up by calling her childish. And the whole time she's not reacting. <laughs> and it's like that. He's like, you're fucking childish. You're pathetic. Like, this is why we didn't work. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, no, I'm not. He's like, stop raising your voice at me. And she's like, I'm not raising my voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, is that? It's, so it's like, yeah. They're like, no, you're the one that's being pathetic and childish and asshole, and just calling someone else that does not make it true. Uh-huh. But anyway, it's yeah. great television. <laughs> it's very good to watch. I love it. And uh, so that. So that story's over now because they left. Yeah. So then, okay, so then then we get the end of, like, the Charlotte-Samantha story, basically. Uh, uh, well, okay, so before before that part, I guess. So we get Carrie's voiceover and, you know, it's like, oh, the Samantha and Charlotte was ready to come out, which means she's ready to fuck. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte comes out in some sexy lingerie mm-hmm. and – well, I actually hate this lingerie mm. so much. I think it's hideous. Oh. It's not sexy. I don't care it's for like, it. It's like, 
what would you would you say it's like an orange like a peachy or it's like a weird uh, color and then yeah, I thought it was kind of like a pink. Yeah, it was, just gross. It was one of those things where um, you can't tell if it's orange or pink, which I don't think is a color that flatters anyone. It's a bad color. No, and it's not like sexy either. Like you know how like lingerie is like supposed to be sexy. <laughs> it looks like she's wearing like a nightgown that's somewhat transparent. Like, yeah, it was like a full length nightgown with like uh-huh. a floral embroidery, and then she's got like a high like a thong like a sort of high-waisted thong kind of thing underneath if this like it's a type of dress because i know i would wear this just with like a bra underneath out yeah no it didn't seem like it was supposed to be like sexy to me no it doesn't but i mean compared to the stuff she was looking at yeah it's not the it's not the idea she was going for but like trey still kind of thinks it is i guess because he just sees it and he's just like oh that's not you take it off like what are you trying to do and so she does take it off and we get a titty tally we get a titty tally and i don't remember this from from the first time well my notes are titty tally question mark and then titty tally exclamation mark (laughs) yes mine was titty tally with like eight exclamation marks (laughs) i was like are we gonna get this this count as a titty because you can see a nipple and then i was like oh okay cool um yeah nope it is what was like it's like that scene in the dark night where the joker is um holding rachel out the window and then batman's like (laughs) let her go and he's like poor choice of words because then she's naked (laughs) yes okay it's it's exactly like that so wait so okay so that makes trey the batman no that makes charlotte the joker charlotte is the joker she's twisted she's pretty fucking twisted and you know what she she's fucked up but instead of being fucked up she's gets fucked yeah so that makes sense yeah um yeah exactly and then okay and then it gets buck wild because she's she's like trey i'm not i'm you know i'm not a virgin i'm not a whore i'm your wife and i'm sexual and, and then, get over it. yeah, get over it. Finger snap, or you know, Deal finger waggle, it. and then the sunglasses yeah. fall on her face. Yeah, <laughs> and then she sticks her hands down her knickers and starts going to town on herself. And I'm so proud. Oh, you? Yeah, it's really good. And Trey's just like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And he's. <laughs> He looks like a dog who's like just seen something out the window and he's like, what, 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 what? He's not sure if he's like excited or not yet. And then yeah. he's like, and then he has to say, he has to do like the sailing metaphor. Cause he's just like, I think we got a swift breeze. And then, and then we learn that they fuck for a minute and a half. And I'm so proud of her. I know. A minute and a half. Mm-hmm. But it's she's good. really happy. And guess who she decides to phone? Samantha. And Samantha is like, oh, sweet. I'm so happy for you. Like, it's adorable. <laughs> and Samantha's yeah, in, like, friends. her lingerie as well. Just chilling. Just for no one. Just chilling. She's- and it's sexier than what fucking Charlotte's wearing. But do you know what? To each to each her own. It's true. And they're both really good. And I'm happy to see it. And I love it. I do love them. Uh, 
And then we get, uh, we learn that Carrie, the, the last thing of the episode, she, uh, she realizes she is older and wiser, but she's wrong. Uh, <laughs> but then she decides to still do her second, like, learning annex thing where she's teaching. And this time there's only, like, five people. Last time there were, like, what, like, 200 people there or something? Yeah. Like, it was a packed room. And this time it's, like, five people. And uh, she shows up and she's basically just like, well, I'm happy you guys still came. Because, like, people had asked for a refund after their first one, which Presumably, I don't blame them yeah, for. Yeah, and, like, you know, Carrie says that, like, work got round, which I don't understand how that would happen before the internet, but... Yeah. I can't believe they also paid her, like, $300 for this when only five people showed up also. Like... Maybe there's a contract. I have no idea. I don't know how the learning annex works. Yeah, I don't either. But she basically was just, like... She basically tells them, like, oh, we're we're not going to learn anything in this classroom. Let's go out. And so she takes them to a bar to meet people instead of just, like you know, teaching them something in a class and she makes a few matches. I just want to know what was her plan if it had been like 200 people? Like, was she still going to take them out <laughs> to like yeah. the bar? I, like, I don't know. Maybe don't she know. was just going to pretend, you know, like do like a little like acting thing where it's like pretend you're a dude. <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe. maybe that seems like a, it's mm-hmm. right up Carrie street. But yeah, yeah, she matches them. She's like, go over there and ask that guy for a light on your cigarette. And she's like, but I'm already lit. So then Carrie, you know, puts out the cigarette for her and it's very cute. Mm-hmm. It's good. And that's episode. That is episode. Rankings? Yeah. Oh, this one's kind of hard this week. I'm going to put Miranda at the bottom because, like, I was kind of just annoyed that she kept being like – yeah, this guy is, you know, I think he's pretty good when he was pretty obviously not. Mm. So, like, listen to your friends. You're dumb. Uh, then I'm going to put Carrie third because I thought that she was very unprepared for her talk, which stressed me out as someone who does a lot of public speaking. Yeah. So I didn't like that. And then I'm going to put Charlotte second. Just because I – like, even though her and – like, her and Samantha got over it, but, like, she was still kind of a lot at the beginning. And then Samantha was first. Yeah, she – I do you know what? I agree with you because Samantha also got fucked across a room. Yeah, and, you know, that should just be, like, 50 points towards yeah. best character. So. For Gryffindor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, questions? Yes, we have a, we have several questions. Um, so if you want to send us questions, you can send them to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. Yeah, the girls uh, came through this week. Like, we asked for questions and then everyone sent them in. So I do appreciate I know. that. Well, we already had like two. And then I was like, oh, anyone want some more questions? And then we got like four more. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So the first one is from uh, Tumblr user Dr. Activisionary, who's asked, if there is a crossover of Sex and the City and Golden Girls, who would get along with who and what would the plot be? <sighs> Didn't we say we'd ever watch Golden Girls? <laughs> so I <and, laughs> – Kind of. So, okay, so I have watched Golden Girls, but I definitely haven't watched enough of it. I like to think they would all get along and be friends. Yeah. I mean, okay, so wait. So Betty White was like, okay, so she's Rose, and she's the, she's kind of just nice, right? She's like a bit dim, and but she's sweet. And I think, yeah. okay, so this question, like, 
weirdly enough, was uh, I follow the Sex and City Reddit um, because, of course, I do. And mm-hmm. like this question came up, um, and someone had a question which matched them all together. I feel like I feel like there's kind of like an not an obvious pairing, but like Dorothy is kind of obviously Miranda, right? Because she's kind of like the cynical one. Yeah. I think. Sam and Blanche. Blanche. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, because she's, she's the, the she's the one who's frisk. She's the frisky one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then Sophia and Carrie. That makes sense. Except for I feel like Sophia is like funnier than Carrie. Yeah, but- I feel like <laughs> Sophia wouldn't like any of them. Sophia's the the like the mum, right? She's like the old. She's one. the old. Yeah, one. I mean they're all old, but like she's like the old. She's a particularly one. old yeah. one. I feel like she wouldn't like any of them. <laughs> uh huh. I feel like Betty White would get along with them. I don't know. I th- my head canon is that they're all friends and yeah. they thank each other for being the, that. It's women so. supporting women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I feel like that's the best we can answer that. <laughs> uh, so, so the next question is from Anonymous and it says, if you could, would you grow a full beard, mustache, lamb chops? And it, this is from Mogu the Himbo. Thank you, uh, we do love himbos. This is a pro himbo uh, podcast. Uh, thank you, Mogu. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what was the question again? You cut out. <laughs> if you could grow a full beard, mustache, lamb chops, or if you could, would you grow those? Um, if I could grow a full beard, um, I'm someone who shaves my face because I have like a bit of a a shaggy from Scooby Doo. Like I right now, I have some like full dark hairs sticking out my chin um mm-hmm. so but i think if i could grow if I, I think if i could i would have like a a porn stash because that's what i quite like on people like i think it's really <laughs> i know but i do think like i know i'm the only person in the world who finds them sexy in 2019 yeah. but i do uh-huh. do you remember when henry cavill had a mustache for mission impossible i haven't seen mission impossible okay neither did i but I remember his mustache vividly. And I think it's like hot. So I think I would have one like a, like I was in, um, was it the cop in the village people who had the, the mustache? Uh, I'm not sure, but I just looked up Henry Cavill mustache and I'm like, mm, I don't know. Oh, he's Superman. I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, he's I Superman. Really... I, I mean, <sighs> I think, yeah. Cause like if I was, if for some reason I like died, um, and there there was a god. If for some reason you died. If for some reason I died. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we are not vampires. If for some uh-huh. reason I died, and there was a god, and they were like, "Okay, you can have whatever body you like, but you have to be a man," then I'd probably be like, "Okay, um, I want to look like the cop from." Not the bike cop from the village people, but the cop from the village people. Like, I'd want to have, like, a leather daddy look, because I just think that would be fun. Mm. Is that weird? I don't think I would want that. <laughs> but no, that's normal for you. That's normal, normal for me. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't want that, but, like, you can. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe a little bit, but not a lot, like... I don't. I don't know. I mm. I like to see it on other people, but I feel like I wouldn't like the feeling of it all the time. So yeah, I don't really like things like on my face. Yeah, 
And it feels like it would yeah. be a bitch to clean. Yeah, and deal with and maintain. Uh, so. And I have really nice lips, so I don't want to cover that up. But Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Extremely good point. <laughs> I think I think the issue f- with you is like what if you i think for you if i was going to give you a beard or facial hair i guess Mm -hmm. i would give you like quite a long beard but like braided with stuff in it and you'd have to dye it bright red to match your hair and and i'd have to so you're saying you would make me a dwarf exactly a hundred percent you would so suit like a dwarven lady a hundred percent that's good to know well the dwarven ladies have beards yeah so yeah i think that would look so cute Hmm. Well, that's good to know. I mean, I I would try it. I would try it. I don't know if I'd keep it, but yeah. I think I would give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could have like um, like hair clips that are sort of like shaped like zigzags, like a Memphis print. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would love that. I would love uh-huh. that. Yeah. Because I mean, I already own I... Memphis shirt, Memphis print shirts, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think that's a okay. good question. I think it is too. And you know what's even better? This question. No offense to the last question, but <laughs> this one's really good. Um, so, uh, Tumblr user Leaf Crunch, friend of the show Alex, asked, um, I started to wonder, of the four girls, who is a horseshoe crab, who is a cleaner shrimp, who is a majestic ray, and who is a little noodle shark? Okay, this question, the reason you like this question is because you went to the aquarium with Alex, and I was yeah. there, and I hate sea life. Except mermaids, who aren't real. <laughs> yeah, so that's fair. <laughs> I liked the horseshoe crab because I got to pet it, because I got to pet the puppy. They are cute. Um, I like, I, that's a lie, I do like sea life. Um, I like, what, I thought it was like a manta ray or a stingray. I like them. I think they're fun. Those are really good. Yeah, well, that's one of the things that, that she said here majestic ray was one of them okay i think that miranda is the horseshoe crab because she's kind of got like a hard exterior and she's cool i think samantha would be the majestic ray because she's rather majestic and i just think she's fun but she's still approachable i think so too i think that that's a really good one and i feel part of me wants to say carrie's the noodle shark okay so i don't I think noodle shark is a kind of shark. I looked this up before we recorded and I just got a bunch of like pool noodles that were shaped like sharks and stuff like that. <laughs> and so I'm confused. But Car- but Carrie does have noodle hair, so like she could be a noodle shark. That's true. If you are if you but- are blonde with curly hair, you are unfortunately yeah. assigned and noodle hair. You are, and then that would make Charlotte the cleaner shrimp. I think that's fair, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that's canon. So mm-hmm. <laughs> confirmed. So I hope you like. I hope you liked that, Alex. <laughs> uh, um. Okay. So our next question is uh, from <laughs> from friend of the show, regular guest uh, Sarah, aka uh, Chisatankus. <laughs> <laughs> And she has asked, so Charlotte was in a sorority. Do you think she just ate oodles of puss and forgot about it on graduation? Or did she just spend all her time in the sorority filled with gay longing that she couldn't understand? I like the plural of oodles for puss. I like it too. Um, I, uh, I, I think if Charlotte ate puss, 
then she wouldn't go back. Like, I don't think... That's a real good point. I think she's, like, a genuine... Like, I don't even think she's bi, you know? Yeah. I feel like she's got a severe, you know, heterosexuality disease. What's it called? (laughs) Big old lesbian disease? Compulsory? Compulsory Compulsory, compulsory heterosexuality. Yeah, I think she's got a severe form of that. Like, I don't think she's just bi and, like, could comfortably live with a man but doesn't sort of know the options available for her. Mm -hmm. I think she's just, like, full on. She would be so much happier. She, okay, here's how I picture, like, an idealized version of Charlotte and where she is in 2019. It's a thing. <laughs> okay. She's got a wife and they have, like, some sort of, like, don't get alarmed, but horse farm or something. <laughs> she's doing something with animals and she's raising uh, Rose and Lily. And Harry, he visits very often. He, he's a very good dad, but she's just realized that, Wait, are those the kids' real names? I think so. I honestly think she called. I think on. I think she called one the first one Lily, and then she got pregnant in the movie and was like, "I'm going to call her Rose." And I was like, "Wait, no, you can't do that." For a second, I thought that you were saying that she was married to Harry Potter because you were like (laughs) because like I think Rose was like the like. Um, Oh yeah. Censor this, but Ron and Hermione had a child allegedly. Allegedly. Which is disgusting, but it's Ronald McDonald, and its name is Rose, I think. So, um, but their their children really would be Ronald McDonald. It's not my fault. Um, but anyway, I, I thought you were implying that Charlotte like was married to Harry Potter and was raising Ron and Hermione's child. <laughs> oh my goodness! I wish. Um, I don't. That's awful. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think. Yeah, I feel like she's sort of like a farm lesbian, you know? Yeah, I can see that. She's – I definitely agree with you that, like, if she had – I don't think she could forget. You don't forget that. You don't forget getting your pussy ate, and you don't forget eating a pussy. You just – you don't forget. So, yeah. Never forget. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, that's that. So, so yeah, I think she was just like Lonnie. I think she was yeah. doing that thing we all did where we're like, wow, I just really want to be like her. Gosh, I just think she's neat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you, Sarah. It's much to think about. And uh, our next question is from Siberian Pine, a regular question asker and friend of the show, who said, um, what's one fashion tip each of the hosts would like to share? Also, can we get a Steve voice reading out loud of this wonderful tweet? And there is the text after that. So maybe first let's answer um, which fashion tip each host would like to share. I'm thanking very hard. Um, I don't know. I don't have one tip. I think just like, okay, okay, I've got one, I've got one. Don't dress for what's trendy. That like, was my tip. Oh, for okay. fuck's sake. <laughs> no, but, but it's a good tip. So, like, you just keep going. Yeah. Okay. Like, like what we were saying about the sort of the very, like, Y2K, like, early 2000s things really in fashion at the moment. is like, that's going to look like shit in literally, like, literally by autumn. You know, it's not going to, it's going to stick out as really weird. And I think just wear what makes you happy. If it is that, that's cool. But don't just get it because you think you should be wearing it. 
Yeah, exactly. Definitely, like, I think that one thing I kind of did was I kind of just, like, started to pick things that I really liked, even if I was like, oh, this is, like, not at all what people are wearing, but I I like it a lot. And then sometimes it doesn't work for you, and sometimes it does. You kind of have to just, like try things but like I think that's for sure just you know it's I guess it's the difference between style and fashion yeah basically yeah is like yeah yeah and I think wear stuff that like makes you happy that sparks joy Mm -hmm. you know yeah like if you watch Legally Blonde and you're like oh wow I wish I could dress like Elle then just do it like I decided Uh I'm just gonna wear more pink so I bought a pink dress and that's what I'm wearing (laughs) Mm-hmm. Basically. Yep. So I think that's that's a good place to go. And definitely like basing stuff off stuff you like is good. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like me watching Twin Peaks and being like, Oh, I absolutely love um fuck, what's her name? What's the girl's name who wears like the most hideous clothes? Um oh. <laughs> I watched <laughs> But like that's the thing is sometimes I see stuff and I'm like, that's ugly. I want it. Yeah, same. Oh, fuck, I can't remember her name, but the girl with like the big blonde hair who like always wears it up and has the huge ugly sweaters. Every time I watch Twin Peaks, I'm like, I want all of your clothes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. And then I think I'm I'm more of like an Audrey. Like, yeah, just sort of have stuff and then incorporate into like you. Like, I like sort of like yeah. 50s, like old Hollywood stuff, but I'm not really into whole, you know, wearing like a cherry printed dress. Um so I'm like, okay, well, I'll just wear stuff that, like, enhances my waist a little bit more, you know? Mm-hmm. You yeah. just gotta figure out what you like and then make it work for you. Because, like, you know, maybe dressing, like, Elle Woods is in a bright pink latex suit doesn't really work for me. But I'll just, you know, maybe buy a dress that's, like, a little bit brighter than what I would usually wear. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it, too, is, like how you feel when you wear stuff because like there's definitely things that I've worn before where it's like it, the more confident you feel about how much you like it and how you you feel about it definitely means that it makes it easier for you to feel like you're pulling it off even if it's mm. kind of weirder and uh, I think there's things that there's weirder things that I do feel good wearing and there's weirder things that I'm kind of like eh, it feels kind of awkward I don't know if I want to wear it and the the more confident I feel in it, the more I'm like, oh yeah, this this really works. So yeah, same. And like, I like to sort of if I'm down, then I'll either just sort I sort of instead of just you know putting on like a big hoodie or something, I've tried to force myself to sort of feel a bit nicer. You know, I'm like, okay, well mm-hmm. maybe if I actually wear clothes I like, then I'll at least feel confident in that. Even if everything else around me I can't control, I can control. Yeah. you know what I'm wearing also still be comfy yes you don't need to you don't like there is a degree of beauty is pain you know but you don't need to like mangle your body with ridiculous Mm -hmm. heels and like corsets and shit like just just you know still wear a lower heel or you know wear trainers and just be you because but don't don't like you know don't hurt yourself there's no need for that Beyonce did say that. Mm -hmm. And if you feel comfortable, then you'll look more confident. And it doesn't really matter what you wear as long as you feel happy in it, because then, you know, the inside reflects the out, more so than the out reflecting the in. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, 
Uh, wow. Wow. I'm going to save the Steve voice until we do Patreon. So I'm going to jump to our question from Summer, Tumblr user Kitty Princess, that says, what are the weirdest or most interesting classes slash seminars slash talks slash et cetera you have attended outside of academia? Bold of you to assume uh, I went into academia. Bold of you to assume I didn't fall asleep during every seminar I ever went to in academia. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really gone to stuff like I mean I guess like acting classes are outside of academia but like that's what I'm studying and you know that's my career path so mm-hmm. uh, yeah I kind of feel the same way like I haven't really been to a lot of stuff that's not part of something that's like not part of something that I'm doing for work or for school, basically. But I did want to mention something that someone in my Pokemon League brought up like a week ago. We started having a really good we started having a really good discussion about Neopets like a week ago in our in our division chat. And um so one of the people in my <laughs> division said that he one time went to a panel at Magfest, uh, and the panel was called How Neopets Taught Me How to Lie and Make and Made Me a Furry. Okay. Uh, so if I went somewhere and that was one of the panels, I would absolutely I would l- go to that because that sounds like the most interesting panel I could ever go oh, to. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to learn how Neopets could make you learn how to lie and become a furry. Um, I remember I had like a teacher once who was like, oh, you need to watch this TED talk about the power of vulnerability and I like fast forwarded through most of it so I'm not oh that's so valid I don't really have the attention span for a lot of things um well TED talks are like the idea of watching a TED talk is like I would rather like I would rather run my legs over with a lawnmower than watch a TED talk so (laughs) like that's you're so you're valid for doing that I yeah I'm not really interested in them I did have I did have a teacher a little while ago who I mean I guess this is this is like a full class this is real this isn't it's not extracurricular I guess like you know um but he was like really mad whenever like the class wasn't all there um and there was so like the first time we had him it was fine um And then we got home and he'd written an email to everyone who wasn't there and, like, sent it to all of us. (laughs) What? I know. (laughs) We were like, what? Um, We're like, okay. Like, especially because it was class was, like, first thing on a Sunday morning. Like, you know, we're all in our 20s. People get hungover and they don't come. It's not the end of the world. And... So we were like, okay. And then the next time he like read the email out to us, <laughs> he kept reading it out of like what he was going to send to people who weren't there. And like the whole time we would just look at each other, like about fucking knitted uh, monkey meme. Oh, that's so awkward. Oh, was so awkward. And we got in trouble for like we couldn't talk we had to warm up for like the first 15 minutes like we couldn't talk to each other and, uh, and we were all by the end of it we were all so stressed out oh and then, i hate that so much i probably shouldn't say this but i don't care um the last <laughs> like i'm leaving my school anyway because i don't want to be there anymore but the last like day we had him 
um, he was like, he pulled us in privately to give us feedback. And then we, um, we could, we weren't free to go, but we also didn't have anything to do. So we're all just like in the room upstairs, like this is bullshit. Like we paid money and like, we're not doing anything for fucking two and a half hours. Like we're just here. Uh, and it turned out that like, so me and a bunch of friends all snuck out to go smoke in our socks uh, on the stoop outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking like a bunch of bums just sitting there in like sweatpants and socks smoking at 10 o'clock in the morning. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was fun. That was interesting. I learned a lot. I learned a lot because then I also found out someone in my class had seen um, a UFO. I'm jealous me too i kind of want to see aliens because i want to know i want to know which type of aliens they would be and i want to know what they would think of my bigfoot as an alien theory i'll get to it that's a theory that's a theory theory. i think a lot of cryptids are actually aliens but okay if i mysteriously disappear (laughs) it's because the cia are listening to us okay interesting yeah well, I hope you're right. Um, <laughs> so thank you for that question, Summer. <laughs> okay, we have one last question this week, and it's a short one, and I think we can do this one fast. So if a learning annex offered you $300 to teach a class, what would it be about? Um, this is, sorry, this is from Tumblr user 2 by 2 furious <laughs> uh, Sucking dick in restaurants. All right. What would you say? Would you, well, I guess you can't give it away because that's your $300. Yeah, I don't give that would shit you- away for free advice i guess like on the best way to do it yeah and how not to get caught <laughs> so you don't get arrested uh, interesting i th- i mean i guess I, th- yeah. I mean i guess i would probably do it on like i don't know cooking or like fashion advice i don't want to say acting because that's a bit presumptuous um mm-hmm. so yeah i guess that i don't know interesting <laughs> i mean i already do get paid to teach about stuff. I mean, I don't get $200. I don't get $300 every time I talk about chemistry in front of people, but like, I don't want to say chemistry because that's boring, even though I could do that, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I feel like, okay. I feel like I could absolutely do a seminar in some thing absolutely horseshit like the zelda timeline or something like that that like no one gives a shit about well actually a lot of people give a shit about it but like they're stupid so okay but, well, um i guess by yeah. that logic then yeah i could do one about my cryptid theories yeah i would go to that perfect uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> i love it either way just money please um they have to talk about stuff speaking I would love of to give a three-hour seminar or a 300 dollars <laughs> seminar that's like us getting paid to just podcast <laughs> is that what I you were mean, going for <laughs> we do technically get paid to podcast i mean we don't get paid 300 dollars per podcast which is horseshit but okay <laughs> tell your friends <laughs> tell your sugar daddies tell your parents i know some of you got rich parents mm-hmm. promote true. our hobbies but that leads us to our Patreon. <laughs> People can give us money. Um, okay, can you give so- us money, please? <laughs> yeah, you should because we're better than 
all the other podcasts. Um, so the one dollar <laughs> tier, you get to be a haymower and you get to get a special one on Discord and get access to bonus content. So next week or this week, by the time this comes out, we're gonna have a mommy mailbag out with Alex's mom. So uh, if you want to send us questions for next month, you can do that. And you also get access to a secret, super secret Discord channel with Looker exclusive pictures. And Looker's here right now, and he's getting big time pets from Matt, and, and he, well, he loves it. So like, you know what? I'm gonna take a picture right now. And I'm going to post it in the chat. And then you're going to see just, like, what Looker is doing while recording. Two exclusive boys. Two exclusive boys. Exactly. So that's going to go in there. So you get that if you're a $1 donor. If you're a $5 donor, you're a cardboard cut of a baby. And you get access to all the $1 stuff. And then you also get uh, a shout-out on the podcast every week. And you get to submit stuff for Steve Voice. So our shout-outs this week are for all our $5 donors. So Jennifer Snyder, our new donor. Uh, Matt Ribeiro, Jess Ayalachi. That is you. Uh, Mogu, Summergeist, PR the Disaster, and Siberian Pine Hardwood. So thank you all for giving us money. Uh, and then, uh, oh yeah, the Steve voice. So you can submit stuff for me to read on Steve voice. So, uh, okay, so this was our submission from Siberian Pine on Tumblr. And it's, okay, it's a Tumblr text post. It's a little bit weird to read as dialogue because it, it is like a dialogue tweet. Do you want me to so it's, read half of it? Do you want to do a scene? <laughs> <gasps> let's do a scene okay do you want to be the th- uh you okay, decide you it's can Steve be voice. i'll be you be the therapist and i'll be me just a sec okay wait do you have it open or should i post I, it in I've, the discord? I've got it open okay you got it open okay so you be the therapist okay <laughs> okay <laughs> what's wrong if i do the bore out voice one more time i'll be getting a divorce miranda <laughs> And who told you that? <laughs> Tearfully clears throat. <laughs> it's an interesting one to do as a reading out loud. I like the idea that, that Steve talks in asterisks. I love that idea too. I wish he didn't talk at all, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and so that's our $5 and if you're a $10 donor, then you're big Mr. Mr. Big Spender, and you get all of that, plus you get to listen in every week to the, on the recording if you want. So that's our Patreon. So uh, find us on patreon.com slash citygirlsmakedo if you want to donate. Um, we're almost at our $50 mark, which is when we start doing Keanu podcasts. So if you want Keanu podcasting start you gotta give us money and we'll do it we're so close we'll do it you could push us over the edge so <laughs> i want to do keanu so bad and i want to do the podcast too that was a <laughs> wow, that was a that was a wink bump. but I, then i was realized good- this was an, an audible uh format so that don't work it's it's good it worked oh. for me. I got it. So, yeah. And uh, there's a link to our Discord on there, too. So, and it, there's also a link to our Discord on our Tumblr and our Twitter. They're all City Girls Make Do. Um, so, if you want to join the Discord, then um, find the link on one of those places. It's really good. There's lots of good pictures of Looker and selfies and other chatting about things. And it's really good. So, you should be there. And, yeah. So, you can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish and on Tumblr at Wimfall Island. Uh, and you can find me on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix, and then on Twitter at Dork Phoenix sixty nine. Fuck yeah, that's where we are, and that's that's it. I'm gonna go that's get it? a. Uh, I'm gonna go get a Sour Patch Kids Blizzard at Dairy Queen. Oh wow! I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> nice. I'm gonna go to Dreamland. Like Kirby. Uh, yeah, mohe every day. Mohe every day, and so long and good night.